What goes on? Back to the What Goes On podcast. This is episode two of Notes from the Nosebleeds. I am your host, Corey. I'm recording this live Sunday, November 21st, east side of Providence, Fox Point represent, and, and the Friars are 4 and 0. Oh. They've started out undefeated. They have not lost a single game yet. Friars are 4-0. And And as of today, Ken Palm has them ranked number 70 out of 300 or so teams. Remember, folks, the top 65 or so make the tournament. We're trying to make the tournament, obviously, this year, folks. So let's hope they keep climbing that Ken Palm ranking again there at number 70 as of today, November 21st. What goes on? Friars won their first four games, first against Fairfield, final score 80 to 73. They beat Sacred Heart 92-64. They beat Wisconsin 63-58 in the biggest win of all of them, and they also beat UNH 69-58. That's right, folks. The Friars are 4 and 0. If you go back and you don't count last year, that's 10 in a row. W's for the Providence College Friars. When they have games at the dunk, they are 10 and 0. Dating back to pre-COVID, 4-0 this year, 6 in a row from that last year. And if you don't believe me that those Friars from that year were on a crazy run, I was just looking at the inspirational 2019-2020 PC Friars basketball squad. And just to remind everyone what they accomplished, they won 6 in a row to close out the season, but they weren't just any wins they beat number 10 Seton Hall 74-68 in front of a Dunkin' Donuts Center crowd where Alpha Diallo scored 35 points. They went on the road against Georgetown and won 73-63. They beat number 19 Marquette at home at the dunk 84-72 led by the one the only Lawan Pipkins with 24 points. Then they went on the road at Villanova number 12. They won on the road at Villanova 58-54. Pipkin scoring 27 points. They also beat Xavier at home, 80-74, and the greatest game of them all, 93-55 against DePaul. They were going into the Big East tournament with all that momentum, and then COVID hit. And now we've run off four more wins, folks. So beware the PC Friars in this year, 2021-2022 season. And speaking of which, their first game against Fairfield gave Providence College the greatest challenge, I'd say, so far this season. If beg the question, was Fairfield decent or are the Friars just not that good? Do you think the refs in that game played a big role? They caused an insane amount of falls and they were reprimanded by many in the nosebleed section. But being back at the dunk, this electric atmosphere, tons of students showing up, very energetic student section was really fun time. And for that game, the Lawan Pipkins MVP trophy given to 
the best player of the game. There was a tie there between Nate Watson and a mystery who I'll give you in a sec. So Nate Watson was our first game's MVP. As I stated in the first episode of this podcast, my prediction that Watson would be a beast was definitely checked off. Definitely a correct prediction. Sacred Heart had no answers for Nate Watson. Sometimes he was straight up splitting triple teams. Watson finished with 22 points, six boards, four blocks, one steal, only one turnover, and three balls. That's one MVP for Nate Watson. He's sharing the MVP award with the Red Panda. That's right, folks. Red Panda was our halftime entertainment. She was able to balance several bowls on her foot and throw them into the sky and land them on her head. Definitely set a record of the amount of bowls that I had seen thrown onto her head. The best in the business, the best halftime show in the land, co-MVP award winner Red Panda sharing it with Nate Watson. So far, the Wayne Pipkins Memorial MVP award has been given to one Nate Watson and one Red Panda. I have another award that I'm going to be giving out every game called the Alpha Diallo Award for doing the dirty work, the little things like making hustle plays, setting hard screens, diving for balls, and generally willing to hurt oneself for the benefit of the team. It's really the True Friar Award, and in the first game against Fairfield, Noah Horkler and Justin Manaya were co-winners of the Alpha Diallo Award. Justin Manaya is a transfer against Fairfield. He had five points, two blocks and three turnovers and three falls. Meanwhile, Noah Horkler with three assists, 11 boards, one steal, and one block. Noah Horkler, Justin Minaya are our first Alpha Diallo Award winners. I'd like to remind our listeners that this program is made possible by listeners like you and Schlubhub. Need a ticket to tonight's game? Go to Schlubhub. Schlubhub guarantees that you'll sit amongst the schlubbiest people at your event. Schlubhub. Are you sick of sitting around with a bunch of hunks and hunkettes and you want to go to a game and sit with your people? Schlubhub. Schlubhub guarantees that you won't sit with anyone outside of your tax bracket. Schlubhub. Schlubhub is not associated with the food app Schlubhub. Those are two separate businesses. Let's get back to the show. Going to our second game against Sacred Heart. The Friars won 92-64. The MVP of this game was Drew Fonts, coming off the bench with 10 minutes left in the first half. And Fonts not only changed the course of the game, he may have changed the course of the season. The Friars have not looked back ever since he came in and provided a spark off the bench. Drew Fonts is the man from the end of the bench, another fifth year grad student senior for the Friars. He has the same hairdo as a real Friar would have, the little bald spot on the back, and he rarely plays, but when Drew Fonts came in off the bench with 10 minutes left in the first half, he really caused a scene. He hit a corner three, had some defensive plays, was diving out of bounds, got fouled, and if you listen to the replay of the game, you can hear from the rafters, chance of MVP. That's right, folks. Drew Fonts is our Luan Pipkins MVP award winner for second game of the season. Very memorable game. Well done, Drew Fonts. Our Alpha Diallo award winner for this Sacred Heart game was Al Durham, who really blew the game open in the second half with 10 minutes left in the game. Friars up 63-50. 
after a sequence where he hit a three, had a steal, a layup, made an insanely athletic move at the rim, but missed the finish, was fouled, missed both free throws. It's the Al Durham show, folks. The Al Durham experience. His final stats, he only had one turnover, 12 points, three assists, two rebounds, and a steal. He is the Alpha Diallo Award winner for our second game against Sacred Heart. So far, we have one MVP award for Watson, one for the Red Panda, and one for Drew Fonts. The Alpha Diallo Award, so far we have one for Justin Manaya, one for Noah Horkler, and now one for Al Durham. What goes on in your heart? What goes on in your mind? What goes on? In our third game of the season, the Friars had to go on the road against Wisconsin where they were five and a half point underdogs, and they ended up winning 63-58, and the final score may be a little misleading. They were up 13 with five minutes left and just couldn't hit free throws down the stretch. The Wisconsin Badgers fought to make it a closer game at the end. Made Friar fans a little nervous, but that's Friar basketball, baby. Letting a lead dwindle away to the final seconds is the only way the Friars will ever win any game. The MVP of the game against Wisconsin goes to Nate Watson, who was just unstoppable against Wisconsin. They had no answers for Nate. 24 points on 11 of 15 shooting, six boards and one block. Nasty Nate just crushed it on the road against Wisconsin. We're going to have to see a lot of games like that from Nate this season. And he looks like he's up for the challenge, folks. He looks good. The Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Award goes to Al Durham and Jared Bynum. We're going to have a tie between those two. Al Durham, 13 points, 4 assists, 3 for 5 from 3. And he really came up big down the stretch, hitting some big shots, playing with general aggression. And he's tying the Dirt Dog Award with Jared Bynum, who had one of the weirdest lines you'll ever see. He shot 1 for 10 from the field. He had 5 turnovers which is really gross but he did have seven assists and nine rebounds and gonna give the award to Durham and Bynum because they earned 11 assists and a lot of those were setting up Nate Watson and one of the keys of the season how are the other players going to be setting Watson up and so far it looks like Bynum and Durham understand that concept so they are the award winners of the Alpha Diallo award for this game against Wisconsin. So that makes two MVPs for Nate Watson, one for Red Panda, and one for Drew Fonts. And that makes one, two, and Al Durham has won two Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Awards. Jared Bynum has won one. And Noah Horkler and Justin Manaya also have won one. I ain't got it! Every Tuesday it's ladies night. Every Wednesday it's ladies night. You know what Monday is? Monday Night Football Special, coming soon, Wings! Right now, though, you'll just have to be content with nachos. We don't have a permit for the fire lady yet. I ain't got it! That brings us to our last game against UNH. Friars were 69-58 winners. This game, the MVP clearly went to Al Durham. 19 points. Had some nifty plays this game. Had a really sick behind-the-back pass to Noah Horkler. Durham had three assists, no turnovers, really leading the charge over UNH, who were pretty much overmatched, but had some spurts of life this game. And Durham, definitely more athletic than anybody else on UNH, so really took over and kind of ripped their guts out. The Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Award winner for the UNH game was Noah Horkler, 10 points, 12 boards, 4 assists, no turnovers, 2 for 4 from 3, and 
doing the dirty work playing real friar basketball, Noah Horkler. That gives Horkler two Alpha Diallo Dirt Dog Awards. He's currently tied with Al Durham with two wins. Jared Bynum and Justin Manaya from South Carolina both have one. In total MVPs so far, Nate Watson has two, the Red Panda has one, and Drew Fonts has one. No molestation, process reality, immunization of what goes on. What goes on, my overall impressions of the Friars so far line up with what I said in episode one. I stand by my assertion that Nate Watson will be biggest player of the year, and maybe national player of the year. He has not been disappointing. He's averaged 19.3 points per game through the first four games of the season. He's averaged 6.5 rebounds, 1.5 blocks. He's shot an astounding 73.9% field goal percentage. The one area he really needs to clean up free throws. He's shooting only 42.9% from the free throw line. That is not great. Come on, Nate. You can do better than that. Al Durham has been a great addition to the PC Friars. He's a transfer from Indiana. I like that he drives hard to the basket, tries to draw falls. Sometimes he doesn't settle for crappy outside shots. Sometimes. Occasionally he does try to do too much and will over dribble and take some forced shots that are kind of dumb. But he has averaged 15.5 points per game, 3.3 assists, 45% field goal shooting, 30% from three. Not so great. 72% from free throw line could be better. But overall, pretty good stuff from Al Durham. Really appreciated how Jared Bynum's passing has been. He's averaging 4.0 assists per game. And the team this year is much more dynamic than they were last year. Al Durham also has been chipping in with some passing, as I said, averaging about 3.3 assists a game. Even Noah Horkler, Justin Manaya from South Carolina, averaging a couple of assists per game each. And they've been able to set up Nate Watson, obviously, which is going to be a major key to this season. Who can set up Nasty Nate to score all the points, feed the beast, give Nate the rock? That should be that should be plan A, plan B, and plan C this season. The Friars have been shooting as a team pretty decently overall from the field at 50.7%, but that really we can attribute to Nate being the one shooting most of the time. They're shooting 33% from three, which is a little better than usual, maybe, or about average. Another note for concern, though, again, is the 64.9% from free throw. Got to really clean that up. That's going to bite them later on this season if they can't make free throws. AJ Reeves, a.k.a. AJ Threes, has not really been earning his nickname this season. He has only been shooting 27% from three, and averaging only 9.3 points per game. I do like some of the hustling I've seen off the bench from Justin Manaya from South Carolina. I enjoy watching Ed Croswell play basketball. He's lost some weight, kind of looks like an athlete out there. Makes lots of boneheaded knucklehead plays. Got in a fight the first game. I really appreciate that. But it does seem like the rest of the squad's been playing together. We've been getting some threes from the bench. And overall, the Friars have been gelling better than they have been in the past few years. This is the best start they've had since the year 2016. Now, by the time you hear this, the Friars will have already played against Northwestern. They are playing them Monday night at 9.30 down in New Jersey. 
Northwestern are ranked 39th by Ken Palm. The Friars come home on Saturday at noon where they play St. Peter's. They are ranked 172 by Ken Palm. This episode is also made possible by listeners like you and Turlet's Warehouse. Do you need a turlet or a toilet for a protest? Well, go to Turlet's Warehouse. Located 666 South Water Street, Providence. Unhappy that the neighborhood restaurants are against the bike lane that's got put in and you want to make a protest so you make a art toilet and you put it on the pedestrian bridge and you need another turlet to make another protest and you want to protest stuff well you've got turlet's warehouse need a turlet need a toilet whatever you call them turlet's warehouse turlet's warehouse thanks again for tuning into the podcast My name is Corey. This is the What Goes On podcast presents Notes from the Nosebleeds. The Friars are 4-0. Hopefully I hear from you next time. They're still undefeated. Go Friars. Get friared up. Want to get in touch with the podcast? Contact me online at whatgoesonline at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, whatgoesonline on Twitter. That's whatgoesonline at gmail.com and at what goes online on twitter i should also mention that the ed cooley coat count has backfired a little bit because ed cooley has not worn a coat this season and i didn't read the fine print in the contract so actually i have to give money back to the organization that was going to donate money to me and this podcast so the ed cooley coat counter not going well so far luckily we have a really great sponsor in High End Gutters. High End Gutters is a great organization on Federal Hill who have two very distinct interests blended together. That's right, bowling and hookah. High End Gutters has survived the pandemic. They're a very clean place, always wiping down the balls and the hookah. So if you're looking for something to do this coming Thanksgiving with your friends who are in town, go to High End Gutters. Got a class reunion coming up? That's right, folks. High End Gutters, 666 Atwell's Ave in Providence. Get fried up. High End Gutters wants to remind all of the listeners to Notes from the Nosebleeds to get fried up. Friars are 4 0, baby. Let's go. High End Gutters. Now featuring a DJ, Bernie Deck, legendary DJ in the Providence area. They're carving it up, cutting it up. He's fire. Also, bring a fire extinguisher in because we're getting low. So, anytime you bring in a fire extinguisher, half off appetizers. Please be careful when you're bowling. We had a lot of unnecessary accidents we're looking to avoid. We want to keep the hookah, we want to keep the bowling. I am goddess!